0: my dogs we're back the dogs known as on the promise over deliver um jody you are sitting butt naked i guess you are right now a bit confused that you were recording content for your own bonus page or only fans page because this yeah, is the podcast
1: i was just <laughs> shooting some stuff from the only fans and you rang me and <laughs> said do you fancy doing the podcast and uh so give us five minutes. I just got to finish some extra content. You know, my my subscribers for two pound ninety nine expect to see some big things. You know, some yeah. <laughs> some good stuff. And while I was at it, I thought I better get a um get a new profile picture for my grinder as well. So uh, what's what's going on off.
0: with the with the no shirt outfit? Have you got your uh, heating yeah. on uh, thirty degrees?
1: No, I was uh, actually cooking salmon, and uh, the frying pan spit sometimes, and it's ruined a t shirt of mine before. So I thought. I'll I'll sacrifice getting spat on on bed on my on my skin than I will ruining a t shirt. So, kind of went went topless for it, mate. That's what that's the kind of risks that I take when I cook salmon. You know, I'm I'm I'll stand there in front of the frying pan. i make sure the. Uh, the I, I know that's not cooked. the risk.
0: That's because you wear these Burberry shirts, <laughs> 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 you know, the Prada brother, brother or the Burberry brother, and then he doesn't get... waste a shirt on a salmon.
1: Yeah, I don't want to get oil spat on it because you can't get them. You, once that spits on it, mate, I've ruined a shirt, a, a few shirt like shirts, and you can't get it out. That's it. You've just got this horrible mark that looks like it's been like <laughs> that is wet and it's just stuck on the t-shirt, and you're like, oh man, I've just screwed a t-shirt. So I'll I'll risk the skin, mate. I'll go skins for it.
0: I am flying tomorrow to Cozumel. And hopefully I won't be in a world of shit. So um, I've just listened to the extra episode, Jody, on our Patreon channel. So if you want to support the show, head out to the link in our description. You can become a friend of the show where um, we, as of now, we have been over-promised, under deliver, but changed ourselves into under promise over deliver. posted up the first extra episode with Max Stapley. And what can you expect in the pa- uh, uh, in the future? That is at least one episode a month and that is a QA and a with Jody where the peri- uh, patrons send in any questions as long as it's reasonable. Um, we're doing just workout make,
1: sessions. Just, just make sure the questions are recorded by voice because uh, I struggle to read and I might not be able to get back to you on that.
0: Alrighty, righty, Joe. Um, <laughs> we got the uh, the workout of the week that we're posting on there and the Max Stapley Traveler Mockery Pro will feature some of the extra episodes where he will be sharing his knowledge about swimming as well.
1: Yeah, no, uh, who said that new year's resolutions are just for the new year. We've, we've got out early, we're ahead of the game, aren't we? And we're changed men now, you know, it's coming to November and me yeah. and Tom thought we need to get some new content out on the patrons, keep them happy. I mean, how many, how many messages of, uh, did we have a disapproval when you checked? You actually said it made you a bit sad when you had a little check on there, didn't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I did, I did. Um, but also, Jody, I'm like on the flipping skyline of back in my confidence level. And uh, I I got out from the gutter and I'm back amongst the champions and the dogs and that's also what i needed to be uh back for all the content and uh you know the travel mockery videos i remember last year that i wanted to fly out to uh, kona and remember you you wanted to fly me out and uh, help help you out with training and i just said mate i can't i'm i'm in a world of shit but that's one thing that we need and uh that's back in the game and you have got some great news as well
1: yeah i have i've actually uh done all the tests and uh they've all come back Positive. Uh, last one was the other day. I was actually then I was literally walking into the pub, and I got a call from like a random number. You know when people hold their numbers, you can't see. And I thought, oh, yeah, should yeah. I answer this? It's probably a scam. Answered it, luckily, and it was one of the doctors in the hospital. Hello, like little doctor
0: from yeah from Nigeria. You, you won one yeah. million dollar. <laughs> yeah, That's what it sounded like. What about the test? Test is <laughs> yeah. clear. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was actually what he sounded like. Um, so can you make it? Um, can you make it? Can you get to the hospital for seven p.m.? We can get you. Uh, we can get like you a, a CT scan. Uh, I said yeah, all right. Uh, so got there for seven p.m. and did the last did my last test. They put like some liquid in you um and i don't know check to see if you've got any aneurysms came back all clear so they've all been clear and they said basically you can just get crack on you know like you're you're fine um so that was good obviously he's taking it a bit easy anyway because i might as well have a couple of weeks off because it's such a long time now until the racing you don't want to go full on now do you and then be burnt out by the time march april comes around so i'll just take it easy for another 10 days and then or week 10 days and then i'm gonna crack in i mean i'm still training i'm still training like once a day but i'm not like smashing it free sessions do you know when I mean? you
0: were um so you were sitting down at the bar ordering a nice dark belgian beer and the doctor rang up and said mate you are uh, free of sorrows and uh, it's all good did for a second cross your mind Man Cosmel with the mozzarella
1: well no, he rang me as I was going into the pub to say, can I make it to the hospital to do the, to do the checkup in two hours, not to give me the results. That was literally like to to do it. So I was like, oh, so I was like, I didn't actually get a Belgian beer. I got an Amaretto Sour. Would you say that that's like a man's drink or a bit of a Fanny's drink?
0: Amaretto Sour? No, that sounds kinky. I, I would yeah, order was, uh, one of that. It's all, it's all about the mood of the evening, isn't
1: it? Yeah. It's all about it the nice. mood of the evening. So I had that, had some dinner, then went to the hospital, did the checkup and then they gave me the results like an hour in like i was waiting there for an hour they gave me the results mm-hmm. And then came back home it was all all good yeah that was that was it i got a couple of low, lows though mate like i'm being chased by bloody everyone i got the bloody endless pool guy chasing me for money what why 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 i remember oh, you doing mate, this video
0: about that guy
1: mate abs- he did an absolute shocking job like oceanus ate pools in bloody Lincolnshire. He's like an absolute cowboy mate. He's been like, <laughs> hounding me the whole time. Uh, and he wants like three grand, uh, for some of the installation fee that he did. The pool's a wreck. The bloody thing doesn't even like cover thing doesn't even stay, st- stay on. So you can't even open the pool by yourself. That pool is the bane of my life. I wish I never got that. I would have been better off taking the money for the pool, going to the casino, putting it on red, hope, crossing my fingers, hoping it came on. And if it didn't, I would have still been in just a shit position as I am now, even if I lost. Yeah, but, but won, like apart from
0: the shit position, you would have neighbors where you could actually shake your hands off yeah. and drink a So I would have been in,
1: I would <laughs> been in a better position because even <laughs> if I lost.
0: you the whole neighborhood for that yeah. pool. <laughs> so
1: even if I lost putting it in, in the casino, I would have been in a better position because my neighbors would have actually liked me. And if I won, well, then I would have been in a fantastic position and it would have been absolutely awesome. So it would have been a win-win. So yeah. that pool is the bloody bane of my life. Then I've got British Triathlon hounding me for two hundred and forty-three pounds.
0: <laughs> Before we go on, <laughs> did you go uh settle at court with that guy?
1: Yeah, I did, mate. I did, like literally the race week of Lake Placid, and uh, like, but where's the
0: where's the three grand all of a sudden coming from? If it's settled at court, because
1: they added loads of interest on and stuff. Oh, like, really. It, and yeah.
0: what, did, what did the judge say back in the, then, back in the day? He can't like make up something.
1: Obviously. Yeah, well, that's the weird thing. So he added, I think I got totally rolled because I said to him, I'll give you the money for it before it went to court. And he said, I want the money and I want a 10% late payment fee. I said, I'm not going to give you the 10% late payment fee because you wouldn't un-, he wouldn't reply to me about what all these other charges were that he added on. He added on about another 600 quid over what was supposed to be on there. Yeah. So that was why I wasn't paying him because I was asking him why these extra charges are there. Anyway, yeah. we go to court. We have like, I say court, it was a Mickey mouse video call. I was in bloody New York. like Placid. Yeah. Ready to do the thing. He was somewhere else. And it came down to the final bit. Like it came down to loads of things. He lied about the price of the pump. They said that he shouldn't have done that. Cause he told me it was going to cost 20 quid. He charged a hundred, he charged 150 quid on the thing. So I went on that. Uh, he won on transporting it to me, which I think I got screwed over because he charged like three grand to install it and then want an extra 600 quid to get it to me. I thought, well, that would cover the installation fee. Anyway, he won on that bit. And then the final bit, she said, I won on him adding a 10% late payment fee because it was in wasn't in the small print. So you can't just add on random late payment fees willy-nilly. So she said, I won on that. And that for me meant that I, I, in my mind, I should have won the whole thing because the only reason I hadn't paid him the money is because I wanted to pay him, but I didn't want to pay the extra 10% late payment fee, which is an extra 450 quid. Plus he had an interest on. So she said, I won on that. And then she said, I lost because I hadn't paid him any money up until that date. And I said, well, I hadn't paid him any money because he wouldn't take it. Like I wanted to pay him 3,200 quid, you know, I got all the emails. So she said I, he won despite that reason. And then she added 10% interest, which was, funny enough, the same as the late payment fee, on because she said that was the interest that I need to pay on top of the money that I owed him. This is what the judge said. What's that? This is what the judge said. So I ended up getting totally screwed. But, like, I would definitely not recommend getting an endless pull from that guy. He's the biggest waste of space, like i reckon to yeah today. i reckon
0: if if the judge has said it then uh, he's just thinking i was in my right so here you go jody here's the uh yeah
1: honestly i would never get an endless pool again i think it's the no. biggest crock of shit i've ever spent money on i'd rather just you i could have paid for a flipping taxi limousine to take me to the pool every time i wanted to go like at least <laughs> <Yeah>. every... <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like i mean the amount it costs to swim in that pool if you heat it up i literally could probably hire a porsche every day i wanted to go for the swim like say i was swimming twice a week i could drive there in a 911 and it would cost me less than the heating pool than the amount of money to heat that flipping thing anyway that's one low but whatever i got to do it who anyway. would
0: you who would you recommend getting an endless pool
1: so if you live in a temperature where you don't have to heat it and if you're extremely extremely desperate to swim um other than that hype it's overhyped you know we bullshit bust stuff i would say it was a bullshit buster it's one of them things that you think is fantastic to have and then you actually have it and you don't use it that much and you end up spending a bomb on it and then you're like actually i, I shouldn't bother doing it you know i should actually that's probably why you see quite a few of them come up for sale because people the idea of it's fantastic but then when you get it you're like actually i'd just be better it's is boring isn't it
0: swimming is boring anyway but this is like you're on a treadmill
1: yeah, it's more fun. It's more fun going to the pool. The only highlight of it is you can see a technique in the mirrors. That's the only good. That's the only good thing. Other than that, it's more fun turning up to the pool and swimming with people. But anyway, I'll keep going on about this thing all night. So I'll go on something else. But then I have got British <laughs> triathlon, another one. Literally, I'm getting the whole thing come to me. I'm getting bloody British triathlon here. I'm getting oceanus pools. I'm getting flipping bailiffs going to be coming around my house. You know, cart me off. Who's bailiff? God. Oh, that's what they'll be getting, wouldn't they? They're called bailiffs. They literally come in your house, take your TV out, don't they? Oh, Sell it and right. The
0: These, all right, all right, all <laughs> yeah. right. That's so I've got flipping
1: it. British Triathlon hounding me, saying I have 243 quid uh for an entry fee for flipping IBF race that I did, you know, the long course world. And and I flipping... was the
0: professional long course world championship. Yeah,
1: like, how flipping tight are you guys? You know, you've got an elite team. You send elite athletes to races and then you get them to pay their own flipping entry. It's like, what sport in the world sends the elite athletes to a race and expects them to pay the whole entry? I mean, can you imagine if you had like, let's just say, I don't know, flipping Federer, you know, he's turned up to Wimb- uh, Wimbledon. Hey, hey, uh, Roger, you need to, we're not going to let you play on Centre Court today unless you pay us £240 for your entry into, into the stadium. You know, you, you don't get like swimmers, do you, turn up to a swim race? I heard even some of the, the elite team, even has to buy their own tri suit. Even the short course Olympic team to go and compete for British Triathlon. Then in the meantime, they have got eighty people on their books that they're paying that don't do bugger all. And if what do it isn't the athletes,
0: people on the books. They've got 80, eighty people working at British Triathlon. Eighty
1: members of staff apparently working there doing bugger 80? all. Eighty people. Yeah, the only reason they get funding is because they're supposed to be paying the short course. Af- well, they're supposed to be getting more, getting paying for athletes to get good results to encourage people. To do the sport, which is supposed to get more people into grassroots and get more people active, that's the only reason they get money in the first place for funding. Yet mm-hmm. the athletes seem to get bugger all, and all the pen pushers get a get a shitload of money. She's saying, "I ain't going to give you a a, a a pro license if you don't pay it." I'm thinking, well, so you
0: have to, so if you don't pay your two hundred and forty euro or dollar two hundred forty three pounds two hundred seventy euros, she says registration fee for the long course last year you will be racing as an age grouper in the 35 to 39 category for iron <laughs> man next year that if I, I want to saying? race
1: basically yeah if i want to race under a british triathlon license unless i pay the money we're in a bit of a hold off at the moment it's like a cowboy and in indian do you know what i mean like neither person wants to back down like you know i'm in the old pub you know where you go through the wooden doors with the gun like holding off the enemy she's trying to get in and get the money And I'm like, no, no, I'm not paying you. Um, So we're on a bit (laughs) of a standoff at the moment. This has been going on since April. Um, And she's latest uh, reply today was, you you pay us for the entry, or we don't give you a pro. We're not going to let you give you a letter for your pro license. So I'm looking at my options at the moment and I'm thinking, I quite fancy racing under a USAT pro license. You know, I race in America. You know what it's like? You race in America and you have to pay a USAT day license.
0: how, How can you race under a USAT license?
1: Because anyone can get a triathlon license. It doesn't mean that I'm racing for that nationality. I could get a Holland license if I wanted to. I could get a Dutch license, like triathlon license.
0: But you can also get a professional American license.
1: Well, no, so I get a USAT license. And then because I'm a member of United States, whatever it is, triathlon, I just contact them and say, hey, guys, can I get a pro license? They write a letter saying, yeah, we'll give you a pro license. And I get a pro license. And I've got my membership and I for USAT. See you later, British triathlon um i'm i'm, I'm gone I'm jody it.
0: skipper from Oklahoma, racing <laughs> <Yeah>. for uh, <laughs> like, racing for the united states next year i've
1: got you know it reminds me it reminds me of that like uh that like, it reminds me of like that conor mcgregor thing where he's like backstage i'm pissing off everyone i'm starting fights and stuff you know i just feel like i've got so many people sending me stuff like trying to claim me i feel like bloody hell like i'm getting everyone coming after me at the moment you know there's pools there's british triathlon there's probably going to be something else tomorrow like honestly like it's like world war three mate when i look through my inbox um <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, that would stress me out uh, um yeah I,
0: I once had this with a swim club where, where i was a member of that really? when i signed up back in 2018 uh, i was still a student um and i think i graduated in 2019 but then um, I still had the same membership. And then in 2021, they were like, hey, are you still a student? I said, no, I haven't been a student since 2019. So they said, all right, so you need to pay normal membership since two, 2019. We want, to pay you, uh, we want you to pay back something like 400 euros. And I was like, I ain't going to do that. Like, it's your responsibility to to check if someone's still um, valid for this. And it wasn't even under their uh, terms and agreement as well. You know, normally if you sign up for a club, you get terms and agreements about payment and all that. But, in the end, they wanted to take it to court, and I was thinking, like, oh, they wanted to take it to court, sad. yeah. And he wanted to put it in a newspaper as well. <laughs>
1: so, Road you know pro what? triathlete won't pay us the 400 pounds. Well, <laughs> I, I will tell
0: you the harsh bit so I've been swimming back in the days with a um homosexual gay lesbians and friends swim club so it's not it's not a joke this is honestly true because they had awesome times they like you only fully... go
1: there because you like picking up the soap mate in the showers and you know it comes with some nice little extras don't you i was That's like uh, i was like
0: the the happy young little wine gum <laughs> i bet you were around. in the chain rooms i bet you were
1: real happy i, I was treat the
0: ice for the boys <laughs> yeah
1: i bet you left i bet but you anyway. left every swim session with a smile on your face
0: <laughs> he, he started to um threatened me with putting a something in the newspaper that i wouldn't pay my share to a gay swimming club and i thought <laughs> this guy is fucking sick in his head like why would you put something like that in the in the newspapers i don't know but i in the end i paid the fee because i didn't want any of the hassle i was like all right see you later
1: you could have just told him but- to come after me i'll add it to the pile
0: yeah uh- <laughs> <laughs> some people are just crazy like i don't uh, all this hassle Anyway, um, I've got a high, and then we can go over to the main subject of the week. Flippin' awesome training session that I've done on Saturday and Tuesday.
1: What was the Saturday one, then?
0: Whilst I had, again, three flat tires, and people like, have you checked your rim tape? Have you checked your outer tube? What tubes are you running? Yes, I'm not a flippin' noob. Uh,
1: Do you get that from a lot uh, of people, then? uh,
0: A shitload of people that, that are like trying to be bike mechanics. Listen, the only reason why you never have a flat, if you're listening and you feel like this is a message to you, is because you don't ride in the piss and rain for four and a half hours. I rode 400k last week in absolute piss and rain. And then it's the chance of getting a flat tire. It's pretty big, especially if you've got like a lot of shit on the road.
1: Isn't it, To Joe? be, to be I, I don't know, mate. To be fair, I'm one of them soft people that doesn't ride in the rain. <laughs> I thought you always I'm rode bit, in the rain. Uh, no, I'm a bit soft, mate. I'm a bit soft now, you know, like, you know. I haven't. I Having kids changes you, mate. Changes you.
0: <laughs> you don't really ride right on Swift as well. But anyway, I had three flat tires. Um, so, uh, um, yes, there was a. But I had a good session. I had normalized 300 or 290 watts over almost four hours. So I was like, wow, that is a confidence booster for uh, Cozumel. What did you do?
1: Did you just like uh, smash it for four hours? Like what was you doing? For that? Yeah, we were riding
0: with a group and basically if I was riding on the front, I would just ride between 320 and 340, 50 watts, something like that. What, why just, are you riding so I hard like, in training? I had like sugar legs, so I could like go on for hours and hours. I was really surprised and I thought what, like I'll just keep pushing until I – and I wanted to see – sorry?
1: Why are you riding so hard in in training with, for for the Ironman though? Like there's no point riding at them intensities – like you have going to have, you've got your draft coach, oh, Yuri Kulin, helping you, the race tactician. You're, you're only going to be needing 200 No, about You might be
0: mistaken. You might be mistaken because there is a chance that I do miss a pack on the swim. <laughs> you know? And in that oh, case, yeah. I need to chase the bunch up. So before yeah. I get into the draft zone, first I need to ride onto it. So, and that's one thing. And then yesterday, I actually wanted to ride hundred Ks with a couple of efforts, but then I had like my third t- flat tire, what I was just talking about, and I was just so scarred that I want to go back that I wanted to go back home because I didn't have any other spare tubes. So I went home after so I had 60k and I did a 15k run off the bike. Three by five K at 350k pace.
1: That's pretty solid. That's what, solid. Was the, what was the rest in between?
0: Uh one was 40 seconds and one was something like uh 50 seconds. All right so it was know?
1: almost basically 15k continuous so, pretty much then. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you what what did you do for the rest though? Did you just literally just stop for 50 seconds and just carry on again? Yeah. And you had Tom Decker pumping out the tunes did you while you exactly. were while you were running yeah. like he was your he's your techno isn't he? What he's were my you playing? Team, what were the beats that got you through it?
0: Um I've got this list It's called Running Rep Guard so I didn't feel like Celine Dion this what? day.
1: You, i know. i used to play the rap stuff and used to i used to get no end of abuse for that like i used to take the piss <laughs> at me all the time and you'd want the 80s like uh, george michael i remember that coming on like careless whispers but that's one of his isn't it that used to play celine dion I know, can you
0: sing a little phrase
1: guilty, guilty feet ain't got no rhythm like that one I, don't I can't know. sing it. I'm I a terrible to... singer. <laughs> I can't sing it. I need to hear it. Like, but I'm a terrible <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like, Shania Twain, I feel like a woman. I remember that being w- 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 one yeah. of yours as well. That's um, a true yeah. true. Um, and now anyway, you're telling yeah. me you've got Bloody Rap God on.
0: Yes, Rap God. That's, that's the list called Running Rap God. Running it's all really like god. classic, classic uh, rap.
1: I might listen to that tomorrow.
0: I'll send you the list. It's an awesome list, like only bangers. Um, yeah, so I'm re- I'm packing my bag. Maybe that's a good main subject of the week. What uh, what to pack for a race? To uh...
1: what does a lifestyle athlete put, uh, pack for an Ironman? That's I don't know. I've got ten know.
0: bottles of wine, and I still need to fill in all the other stuff.
1: Have you actually? Put, are you actually packing a load of wine to take out there? No, of
0: course not. Of course oh. not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh,
0: I don't know. Just a shitload of nutrition got allen keys uh race belt uh goggles with all the mold um vaseline shitload of vaseline um what else what's like a swim skin i'm not taking a wetsuit no chance that's wetsuit legal what are we forgetting what's like um, a life okay. hack to take on travel i will take a tri-suit in my uh on on board luggage in case they yeah. uh, fuck you over with your uh, suitcase or your.
1: Uh... If your bike, if your suitcase has been screwed with your bike, you're screwed anyway.
0: Yeah, I know, but normal, no, normally, I, oh, not really, because um, <laughs> I would rent a bike. <laughs> but if it got
1: to that point and you were just renting a road bike, you should just do it in something retro, like just do it in like something like for a laugh. You should just do it in like a like normal like, short, just like yeah, just do it in like shorts and Hawaiian top or something like that, just something like True. purely True. for banter. Like, I mean, you've done an Ironman, you've done an Ironman bike leg on a gravel bike with like, you know, nothing stopping you. This is just, at least that would be, that would be nicer, wouldn't it? Being on a road bike in Hawaiian shirt than uh, a gravel bike in tri-kit.
0: Yeah, true, true, true. What else? Shouldn't I forget? Shitload of electrolyte taps.
1: Does the mozzarella need that? You need SPF fifty, mate, don't you?
0: And I've ordered these white, white sleeves, <laughs> these newbie sleeves. Really? Oh yeah. my god! Like you're doing like <laughs>
1: yeah. that reminds me of like Death Valley Marathon. You know uh, the one where they yeah. run through Death Valley and finish it. They, you, you always see them wearing that kind of stuff.
0: Mate, I'm gonna wear it as well because the su- sun always lives in my skin.
1: <laughs> what about your cameras? You forgot about your cameras that you you brought some new fa- fancy lenses you showed me today.
0: Um, picking up the camera game. Yeah, yeah. So see if I can get some cool shots in Cozumel. but um, um, You should get some cool Netflix.
1: shots at the beer mile afterwards as well.
0: Yes, I wanted to talk about the beer mile because um, I, so I am flying out with, uh, since a short couple of, uh, like a bit more than 10 days, Joe, I have got a girlfriend. I didn't even say that for, for I think, on the podcast.
1: Well, you basically, anyone that knows you, knows that you only post pictures of her on your friend's one. What he goes on the well like you you know what i mean like he's got his instagram and he's got ones that only go to friends and pictures of his misses only goes to friends and pictures of the bros goes on public so like if you're not his friends, <laughs> no. you don't, never see the misses <laughs> no. she's like well hidden
0: that was <laughs> <laughs> because it was unofficial
1: <laughs> what but you couldn't just show you that you were uh going out or dating someone that was unofficial it was like unless we're until we're official i'm not putting you on my public insta you're only staying private <laughs> so it,
0: it's uh, um instagram is a is a is a pure business platform you know i want to keep business, keeping business. It professional <laughs> uh yeah you're, all, you're the consummate
1: <laughs> professional aren't you yeah.
0: no i'll share uh, i'll share uh, a um Picture with her in in Cozumel, she is absolutely stunning, mate. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, but she's coming along together with two friends of hers, so um, and one mate of mine. So with the five of us, and they want to move because they're already a week on flipping Cozumel, where there is fuck all to do. They want to go as soon as possible after the race on Sunday, uh, on on Monday, so they want to leave Monday morning really early. And I'm in my tummy stuck with the BML.
1: So when are you gonna do the beer then?
0: So I was thinking of the day before the race. <laughs> no. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't know when to do the b do the BML.
1: Well what time are you leaving on Monday?
0: Do would you say people would even be up for it at like eleven AM?
1: Yeah. Like I see Neil Mul- Noel Mulkey when he's done the Australian races. has been doing it at like 9 a.m. You just say 11 a.m. If you can make it, you can make it. So just do it at 11 then and just pick a location. It's at 11 o'clock and whoever turns up does it. I've done one in the morning before at one race. I had to do one quite early. Uh Lake Placid, I had to do one at like 11 o'clock. Um, I'll right. tell you, it was flipping rank, mate. Like the last thing you fancy doing after an Ironman is that, but like... Was, so if, uh, you're,
0: um, if you're listening uh, to this and you're racing Ironman Cozumel, 11 a.m. on Monday, the 20th, there will be a beer mile close to the finish line somewhere.
1: The, the, I came last in that one What I did at 11 a.m. That was when I had that juice bomb. Can you remember me? Like I got screwed over by the guy in the yeah. uh, liquor store who said that was a real popular one. And it was possibly one of the worst beers I've ever had in my life. Actually, I wouldn't say possibly. It was definitively the worst beer I've ever had in my life.
0: What is something you always forget when you go out to a race that you always see yourself buying at like one of the expos or stressing out before a race? Race helmet. Race helmet?
1: Yeah, race shoes, bike shoes as well. Yeah? Yeah. Sometimes like uh, tri-suit as well.
0: What do you mean, basically everything? You just get your bike and your dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: He gets lost at the airport himself as well. so <laughs> Sometimes he doesn't even make it there with the bike at the same time. I, I know body. that
0: when you're stressed, you your mind gets really foggy.
1: Yeah, I normally lose like my car keys on my wallet or something. I've actually don't do not know where my wallet is at the moment. That's actually I've been searching for that ever every, every time Yeah, because been, if like, you yeah.
0: had it, you would have paid all the people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Honestly, I would have paid you all, but I just didn't have my bank cards. I don't know where they are and I couldn't. I'm ever so sorry. <laughs>
0: um anyway, what what did what did we want to talk about again as uh as the subject we just we're going to do
1: well we're going to do we're in the process of doing some more training plans we've got some decent uh things coming up so we're going to have a specific swim one a bike one a run one and a triathlon one the swim ones are going to well all the individual sports are going to be like four sessions a week so if you want to improve like one discipline but you still want to do triathlon training you could say buy one of these plans say like you buy the bike one it'll have more of a bike focus then you could like put your swimming and run training in around it and just like kind of take them a bit easier and have a bit of a bike focus for 10 weeks or, you know, swim focus, whatever you wanted. Or if you didn't want to focus on one of the sports in particularly, then you could just buy the triathlon plan and that will have like, how many sessions do you reckon we'll do a week on that? Two sessions a week? And if people want to do know them, yet, but Basically
0: what you're saying is if people are looking for an off-season training plan while still getting in great quality sessions, um, there are some plans coming up soon.
1: And we had some success... Stories, didn't we, off the triathlon plan last time, like yeah, yeah. the yeah, yeah. Uh, guy that did the nine and a half hour Iron Man. Four,
0: four people going sub 10 with our plan,
1: and how many hours a week do you reckon it was? Ten hours, something yeah, like that.
0: twelve to twelve to thirteen, something like that. Do you reckon 13.
1: there was like three hours? Was like the longest session. Yeah, but the the the, the
0: the the little plan was something like ten hours, nine to ten hours, and the bigger plan was in between ten and and fourteen. But you can make it was ten there? hours, you know, if there there's right. also a long ride. Uh, on the weekend, uh, there was something like in between three and five hours, you know, sometimes before we run a ride longer. But you could do it in 11 hours, yeah.
1: Well, it was a three-hour ride normally. Four hours was the max the ride got yeah. to. And mm-hmm. it was only six days of – there was one day up rest day every week, weren't there? Yeah. yeah. So, like, it wasn't like we're killing you. And, yeah, sub-10 off that, of six days, like, not bad, is it? Most Multiple days, only one session.
0: Multiple people.
1: Multiple people. There we go. Anyway
0: um i have got a sauna battle joe i have oh, got a sauna battle i love have it you been in the sauna, sauna lately
1: i go to the sauna after every swim i was in there today but i just can't do it you know you, people that are started listening to this before i said about that like that battle that i had ages ago in the sauna it fucked me big time and i still haven't yeah. recovered from it like I, I cannot push myself in the sauna now since Dude, i lost this that is- battle
0: honestly and no, i'm not not shitting you what i had in kona that i uh, like do when i when i heat stroked and went to the intensive care 700 meters yeah. before the finish line since then i cannot really push myself to the absolute limit in hot races
1: yeah like i just can't do it in the sauna now and i like i i, I stayed in there for so those that know the story i was in there and i thought i'm gonna take the next person that comes into the sauna I'm going to have a crack and I'm not going to leave until they come. So I went in there and soon after like literally within 30 seconds, some guy came in. So I'm in there. This sauna's flipping boiling. It's way hotter than a normal sauna. It's like 90 degrees. And um, I get in there. I, um, he's got a bottle of water. So I'm like, oh, you know, like you, I, if you're doing a sauna battle, you can't have a bottle of water, but if the person that you're taking on could have a bottle of water, you know, that's fair game because they don't yeah. know that you're competing against them. So I think, right.
0: Because having water in the sauna is cheating.
1: Yeah. So I think like 10 minutes and I've probably got this guy's number. Normally I last about seven or eight minutes in there. Bearing in mind, just after a swim set, your core body temperature is normally pretty high anyway, isn't it? Um, Mm -hmm. Coming out of all the excuses here. But anyway, gets to about 10 minutes and I'm like, right, I'm going to stay until 15 minutes and then that's it. I'm going to, he'll be out and I'll, I'll win. Gets to 15 minutes. And I don't even dare make eye contact with this guy because I know if I make eye contact with him, he's going to know that I'm probably trying to, stay in there longer than him so I'm like looking down I'm all like meek do you know what I mean I'm like a mouse you know I'm like not even looking at him gets to 18 minutes I'm fucking dying like I'm boiling like I'm absolutely roasting 19 minutes and I'm like he's got a crack he's got a crack and I see movement and he, he goes to get up and I think yes and he fucking sits on the top step he goes from the bottom to the top after like 20 minutes. Were you,
0: were you sitting at the top yourself?
1: No, I was on the bottom step and I saw him do that. Wow. And it, that
0: <laughs> that was like,
1: move. you said that the double garment is a flex. That was a flex and it fucking broke me, mate. When he did that, and I, was yeah. like, I just got out because I was like, and when I got out, you know, when you like see stars in your eyes, I could see that I was in a cold shower. I was a shell of a man. I was in a cold shower at David Lloyd trying to cool down. I couldn't cool down. I got changed. <laughs> I'm sweating walking from the <laughs> pool to the car. I'm in the car. I'm having to put the aircon on cool because I'm pouring with <laughs> sweat. And wow. it fucking ruined me, mate. Like, and I've still not recovered. That was about two years ago, like a year and a half ago. <laughs> two
0: years. Yeah. And it's only been 20 minutes in the sauna.
1: Yeah. But I was like on the limit, mate. Like when you're on the limit, it doesn't matter, does it? Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: But anyway, I've got a sauna medal from this guy from a dog. So he says. In preparation for Ironman Cozumel, I just finished up a hard interval session on the treadmill. Went straight into the sauna. For reference, it's a small sauna. It's two meters by 170, so you can't even stand up. Bloody hell! No, I think he means the uh, length. (laughs) Um, The plan from the coach was two by 15 minutes with a short break in between. I'm about five minutes into the five, five minutes into the first sauna interval, and the door opens. A 100kg professional MMA fighter from Brazil enters and immediately says, is the sauna even on? Is it it, it turned on? It was over 80 degrees in there. That's when I knew the sauna battle was on. He was already playing mind games before even sitting down. And I thought to myself, this is the ultimate battle of endurance versus power. It's a triathlete versus MMA fighter. So I'm wrapping the endurance world and I can't lose. My first interval 15 minutes was nearly over and my opponent starts to stretch and flicks his head. A few droplets of sweat flicker onto me and cry on the inside but maintains my composure. The first 15 minutes is up and he's still there. Being a triathlete, I follow the plan and let him have round one. But the match isn't over. I exit the sauna, and after a couple of minute breaks, I have back in for round two. But the thing is, when you have back in for round two, yeah, that's
1: not you like, can't do that. You can't do that, can you? Anyway, what does he say happens then? I, 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 I would say goes, for,
0: so. like if you're already overcooked. The second time, you're already gonna be like overcooked really soon, aren't you?
1: And, and you can't. The, you're going in when that guy has already been in there the whole time. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you, 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 you the rule is the sauna battle is they have to come in after you, don't they? Because they don't yeah. know the competition's on. You know, in your head, you know, so you've already got that advantage. Anyway, what happens?
0: Anyway, he gets in. The MMA fighter has shown his dominance, but as he answer enters, he gets up and they sit side by side. This is where I ask him if I, if he was a rugby player due to his cauliflower ears. Immediately, his response was that he was a professional MMA fighter. I think to myself, do I even want to beat this guy in a sauna battle? But then I decide to commit for all these endurance athletes out there. He starts to talk at a rapid pace about his career, but the heat is really getting to me. I'm barely talking in taking in what he's saying to me, and instead um, start to contemplate whether this battle is out of the league. Anyway. Um, this guy. Oh, are you sure it's actually on? Using his own mind games against him. Thirty seconds later, he exits. So, um, technically win. But the guy has been in there then for thirty minutes. He's an absolute weapon.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would have been seeing stars by that point. Like, I if I was in the battle and I was and I wish this guy who was like uh, says that he was having the sauna battle and he was truly in the battle. If if I was meant to stop after fifteen minutes for five minutes and I was in the battle, I'd have been like. Fuck this. I'm just gonna do the whole thirty in one go and I'm gonna try and take this guy on and see. Do you know what I mean? And even yeah. if you us to say twenty five minutes the battle was, or he went out after seventeen, then you just get out then, take your five minutes and just top off the rest with like thirteen minutes, you know, make it up. But if you're in the battle, the heat of moment, you have to go with it. He should have just gone for the whole thirty and see if he could put him away, shouldn't he?
0: So what you're actually saying is that you are normally doing a heat prep before a race? Me. Yeah.
1: Well, I go in the sauna after every swim. Yeah. Like, that's the perk, mate. That's like the treat. I don't know if I'd really say heat prep. Like I don't really stay in there that much, that long. I'm, I'm I'm rubbish.
0: You know, I see some professional cyclists doing, uh, or triathletes doing heat preps, and they're riding with like these key coats on indoors on the turbo training with the heating on 30. <sighs> Did it ever cross your mind to do something like that?
1: i just do that mate to keep warm you know what it's like in the winter training here if you have the window open you need that just to keep warm don't you training at holland and uh bloody norwich mate it's grim in january isn't it
0: it is it is have you got an instagram post of the week of or a bullshit buster
1: i haven't got anything mate i've literally got got nothing i've done too many podcasts recently that i haven't got any fresh content to to uh talk about let's say
0: the bullshit buster is the endless
1: poll the endless pool that is definitely a bullshit bus to save you money, guys. Don't bother getting one. They look great, you won't use it, and you'll just waste a shit. If you of want to improve your
0: swimming, spend four dollars a month for extra episodes uh, for the Traveler Mockery, and get like swim tips from Max Stapley, who is first out of the water in short course. Instead of buying a very expensive. <laughs> endless pool or whatever like limitless <laughs> pool uh, all these things so yeah, going but- to you, thousands and thousands of euros and won't make you faster
1: in my defense I did see that Lionel Sanders had an endless pool and he's alright at swimming so I thought if it works for Lionel in the water who says it wouldn't work for me so you know I got one and it hasn't worked for me but you know we can't all be like Lionel we can all- only live in hope
0: well spoken I uh, will see you next week and we can do a uh, pre coastal brief.
1: See you later. See you. I'll catch you see out you. there. Bye.